right, we reach a very important part of the service. And today has been one of the, the happiest days in my life. Yes, because the mother who trained me is in the house. And I'm so excited to see it today happening live in my life. Amen. I mean, if you can see me and see that I am blessed, the grace of God is upon me, then I can say that it's because of this gift that God has actually given us. Amen. I have known her for over 17 years. When I came to the church fresh, I mean, I was a teenager when God brought her into my life. As, as a pastor to me she pastored me for so many years I mean sometimes after she has ministered to us on Sunday morning then whilst we have closed she said that all of you that you point one two three I need you in my house so it's like the teachings in the church was not enough after that there's another training in the house and she would take us through powerful teachings powerful trainings counseling and by the grace of god we are what we are today in fact out of her has come out so many pastors some are bishops some are reverend ministers some are great men of god including our own crazy who has been trained by her Hallelujah. So, I mean, you know the kind of person we are talking about. She's, she has been a blessing to us. I mean, some of us who don't know her, she, she, she's the direct assistant to our bishop in the Tama Cathedral. Those of you who don't know that we have Tama Cathedral. I mean, out of that cathedral came out of all these churches, including this particular church. So God has been a blessing to us. So today if I'm standing here, I want to say a special thank you to our mommy. For the training that she took us through. Some time ago we were thinking that it was too much. We were being worried too much. But today I've come to understand her. And I say thank you that you did not give up on us. Some of us who were stubborn. But she has a motherly heart and she, she did not give up on us and she took care of us counseling us and has blessed us and all this while we are what we are today amen so I believe that today as is here I want you to tap some anointing upon her life amen I want to be like Mary in John chapter 2 verse 5 you know when the people came and then they needed the miracle the advice that Mary gave them was that whatever he said unto you, just do it. Amen. Today I want to tell you that whatever she tells us to do, we should just do what? Just do it. There is something great that has been deposited in her life that I need us to tap into it. Amen. I need us to tap into this particular anointing. Hallelujah. Are you ready for what God is about to do? 
God is about to do. So with Jesus' joy, let us welcome into our international puppets the ministry of Lady Reverend Arita Before I say anything else, let us pray. So yes, you are the Lord, most high. Yes, you are the Lord, most high. Yes, you are the Lord. Thank you for this morning. To you be all the glory. To you be all the praise. Thank you that this is indeed a day that you have made. We will rejoice and be glad. May your presence fill this place. May your glory fill this house. May this church move to another level. And may you speak your word that comes forth not return to you void but accomplish the purpose for which you are sending it this morning glorify your name in the midst of your people in Jesus name Amen please be seated hallelujah amen and I am Privileged to stand here this morning. I bring you greetings from my bishop, Bishop Mousy Adabe. He gave me his blessings this morning. Before I set off to this place. I also bring you greetings from my husband. Sends his love to Pastor Daniel and his wife Eunice and the church. If anybody told me years down that I'll be doing this today, I would have told the person that 
But our God is a is, is a God who knows what He's doing. He says that I know you, and I know the thoughts that I think towards you. And I, they are thoughts of good and not of evil. To bring you to an expected end. I'm very happy to see Pastor Daniel. Daniel. In fact. When he called me, I thought it was just so the usual. I've not heard from me for a long time. He was checking on me. Before I could say Jack, he had called me to come to church here today. Um, you have a very good pastor. I mean, you have a very good pastor. And you need to give him your best. Should I come back another time? I should see a spillover. As the church has grown and multiplied because you have been faithful. Hallelujah. Whatever you are doing in the house, do it well. Because when he started, he was a chorister. Was a, a tenor singer. That was all I knew. <laughs> and he became a shepherd. Then one day I asked him to go and start a church in Bankuman. In Temanu Town. It didn't look like it will work. But by the grace of God. It became a church. It was not just sorry. a fellowship, but a church. So I'm happy to see that he has come through the ages to pastor a big church like this. God bless you. Keep it up. Amen. And as for his wife, I was just picturing their wedding day. My son was the page boy. And surprisingly, just about two weeks ago, he mentioned it that when they took off coming, he was ahead of the whole team. <laughs> yeah, and she used to teach the children. My kids are grown now, but her name keeps being mentioned in my home. And, and, and you see, everything I'm saying, I'm not flattering. I'm telling you the truth. She's a gift and a mother to your church. But she mothered my children when I was busy in Temanu Town doing something else. Once they entered the church and I knew that Eunice was there, there's nothing else to worry about. When you come to church and you see your pastor's wife, Anna her. Love her. Don't compete with her. Accept her. Respect her. Hallelujah. Amen. It is because of her you have a good pastor. Yeah, if you are clapping, clap well. 
Amen. Amen. So you are you have a very powerful gift. Your pastor and his wife. And I want you to do your best. When they give you instructions, be humble. See, the danger is you may think that you are maybe he's a young man. She's a young woman. When I became a pastor, I was very young. And I was taken to a big branch with my husband. I had to grow up immediately because the responsibility was big. And that's what they find themselves in. The shoes they are wearing are big, but there's a heavy anointing on them. A heavy backing. Hallelujah. Amen. And because the backing that he has is heavy, so that your life will be transformed. Don't take it for granted at all. And you know, our church, you do not know how long the person will pass through this place. One day you'll be here and they'll say, Oh, Pastor Daniel has been transferred. That's how your other pastor was transferred. Do you understand? But it should be that before that time comes, you would have tapped so much. Taking so much, and your life has moved on. Amen. Amen. Are you ready to do something for God? Okay. This morning, I only came to encourage you. I said I came to encourage you. Amen. Amen. This is your proton convention. Your proton convention. It's powerful. And I'm going to speak on a very simple topic. I've entitled Go Deeper. Go Deeper. How many of us want to move to another level? Another level in our Christian lives. Another level in our education. Another level in our marriages. Another level in every area of our lives. But you need to go deeper in God. To be able to move to the next level. Amen. Amen. I said amen. Amen. Turn your Bibles with me to Luke chapter 5. Look at Humano And it came to pass, verse 1, that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two ships standing by the lake, but the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets. And he entered into one of the ships, which was Simon's, and prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land and he sat down and taught the people out of the ship now when he had left speaking he said unto Simon launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a drought and Simon answering said unto him master we have toiled all the night and have taken nothing 
nevertheless at thy word I will let down the net and when they had done this they enclosed a great multitude of fishes and their net break and they beckoned unto their partners which were in the other ship that they should come and help them and they came and filled both the ships so that they began to sink when Simon saw it he fell down at Jesus' knees saying depart from me for I am a sinful man O Lord for he was astonished and all that were with him at the drought of the fishes which they had caught or they had taken and so was also James and John the sons of Zebedee which were partners with Simon and Jesus said unto them fear not henceforth thou shalt catch men hallelujah Amen. Fear not. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Then I can feel that I'm here with you. We are going to digest the scripture. I said that. We are talking about moving to another level by going deeper. Going to concentrate on ourselves as Christians and what we have to do for our lives so that we can go deeper in the Lord. Continue. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things shall The Bible says that and it came to pass as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God. And he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two ships standing by the lake. But the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets. Hallelujah. This morning we are like these two fishermen. Many times we come to the shores of the word of God. We come to the house of God carrying so many burdens, carrying so many things on our shoulders. You know, we come to church and we act. Sorry, I talk very fast. And we, 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 we don't know how to handle it. The Bible says that he stood by the lake Gennesaret and there were two ships standing by the lake but the fishermen were gone out and were washing their nets there was work to do there was a lot to do but they had gone out of their work side to sit down to wash their nets and they were singing <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. What bread they were. They were tired. Why? 
they were discouraged hallelujah amen and Jesus was standing there looking at two ships empty looking at his choir empty looking at the prayer ministry empty looking at the ashes empty looking into his church empty when there were need for more people to be in the church but the fishermen were tired sitting somewhere washing their nets chatting laughing watching television eating and singing say mercy lord are you in the scripture They were washing their nets. Many of us are washing our nets. I came to speak to you. Many of us are washing our nets. There are so many things happening to us. Sometimes we cannot talk about them. And like David in the Psalms, you lie down on your bed and you cry. And then when you wake up, you wear a nice dress and you step out and then we ask you how are you, you say oh I'm fine isn't it when I ask you how are you what do you say yeah but you are tired you are discouraged you are broken and you are washing your net and saying God why what can I do what is happening to me oh God I want to do more but things are difficult I can't go anymore. What shall I do? You are asking God questions. You are tired. I wish I could sing some more. I wish I could pray. I wish I could go to church more. But God, I cannot. I am so tired. And you are sitting down and you are washing your nets. You are washing your net. You are getting discouraged. You look at yourself. You say, ah, what is happening? One day, after church, I saw a young lady. She was going home. And I was standing and I looked at her. I realized that it wasn't all well with her. She was standing by the street, just about to stop a taxi. So I called her and said, Come. When she came, I said, Are you happy? So I put my hand around her like that. And I saw tears running down her eyes. This is a lady who had come to church to dance. To sing. She's just in the bar. To sing and all that. Then I said, do you have money? She said, mommy, no. I said, why? So I'm left with my last 10 cities when I get home and I eat. I don't know how I will live this week. And I said, so what will you do? Say, if I don't get money, I can't come to church. 
So, by the grace of God, she was sorted out. But what I'm saying is that she was going to go home, manage some kinky and fish, stay in her room, and cry, and ask God, God questions, like you do, like I do sometimes. Hallelujah. Sitting down and washing our nets, broken down, discouraged. Why? The Bible tells us why. Says that when Jesus saw that the ship was empty, and you know, let me just dwell on this one too a little. We are all carrying some ship, which is a gift or a ministry, something that God has given you to do in His house. Ask yourself if you are not doing anything in the house of God, then you have not started life at all. Find yourself something to do. You cannot come to church and go and come and go without doing anything. As I saw the young men dancing, hey, when I see them dancing like that, I look at them, pal. I can't even stop my feet like that. But they are doing something for God. Hallelujah. Amen. They could have been dancing in the disco. They could have been dancing somewhere else. But they are dancing in the house of the Lord. And like David, he said, I was glad when they said unto me, Let us go into the house of the Lord. Do something. Don't leave your ship and go and cry even when things are difficult stay in the ship press on what did I say stay in the ship and press on stay in the house of God and press on as you, as you come in and as you go out God will bless you I said God will bless you there's nothing you do in the house of God that will go unnoticed by God. Your pastor may not see it. But because God sees it, because God knows your heart, it will not go unnoticed. Amen. Is it giving? Give. And it shall come back to you. Press down, shaking together, running over. Shall men give unto your person so when it's time for offering and you have offering give it to the lord don't say i'm waiting to get hundred cities before i can give no 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 if it is 50 pesos one cd 20 cities 50 cities according as your strength god has given you give it do not leave your ship empty. Sometimes choristers come for rehearsal. It's a problem. It's a problem. It's a problem. Oh! Small singing you must do for God. You think that you are the only one who is singing? Ah! Don't make that mistake. I said, don't make that mistake. A lot of people are singing. But you see, in this house, it is big. And if you look down on it, God will take it away from you. So don't leave your ship and go and wash your 
Change your mind now. I said what? Change your mind now. I said what? Change your mind now. Amen. Give a lot of shout, somebody. I'm dialing numbers. Me, by the grace of God, sit down. My father gave me an opportunity to start singing early. So when his friends come, say, Sing this hymn. Oh Lord my God, when I in awesome wonder consider all the works thy hands have made. I see the stars, I hear the rolling thunder, thy path throughout the displayed then sings my soul my savior God to thee how great thou art how great thou art then sings my soul But one thing I always feared was the fact that one day I wake up and God will say, Don't sing again. So it became a burden on me every time to, to do something to advance myself. So for me, every time I had to sing, it was a privilege. I don't understand how a chorister will leave your fine ministry and say that I will not come to church, I will not come for rehearsal, I'm going to watch uh, Pragya. I'm going to watch Pragya. Listen, when God calls you, run with the call. Run with it. See, because it's this, the gifts and callings of God, they are without repentance. Now you are singing. Many of us like to leave our things, things in the house undone. It's the pastor's work. Come and pray. Small prayer meeting that we have to come. 
This topic I'm preaching on. Listen. He said, and he turned into one of the ships, which was Simon's, and prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land and sat down and taught the people out of the ship. Where is your ship this morning? Uh-huh. Why have you located it? I mean, Maybe your ship is very dirty. Your lifestyle is not pleasing to Your lifestyle is some way. You are only nice when you come to church. Once you step out of the church, you are a different person. Christian sister, Christian brother, what a shock. Today, will Jesus enter your ship? What did you do last night? Where were you last night? What were you doing last night? Last week, where did you go? What gossip you went to do? Uh-huh. Should I tell your numbers? Hey! That man following you. Where is he from? What room you are going with? Outlook. Where is he from? Ah, the day he tried to touch your breast. What did you say? Should I go? How clean is it? When Jesus look at it and say that, let me sit in a ship. Let me ship, sit in Kwame ship. And I saw Jina one of the ship. I can't sit in. Jesus is calling us. He's calling us. He's calling us. He's calling us. He says that come. I want to use you. Avail yourself. I want your ship. I want to sit inside. I want to put my spirit on you. I want to use you to affect the people. But what are you telling him? I'm too busy. I'm too busy washing my net. I'm too busy thinking about my husband. I'm too busy thinking about my my job. Oh, me Somewhere. I've got to meet a friend somewhere. 
somewhere. I've got to talk to somebody. A man says I should meet him at a spot. No, 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 Says, come unto me, all you that are what's the word? Every lady, then I'll give you rest. Come, it is better to bring your ship to him. Let him sanctify the ship with his words. Let him clean you up. Let him wash you with the word. He says, they sanctify them with their words. For their word is truth. He will sanctify you. He will wash you. And he will use you. Why? When he starts to use you, then you see that when you start going deeper, things begin to turn around. Things begin to turn around. Things begin to turn around. Things begin to turn around in your life. But Jesus is standing there. This morning, will you let him in? Is your ship ready? Are you ready? Are you ready for Jesus? And he sat down and taught the people out of the ship. Oh, Jesus wants to use your life. He wants to use your life to affect the people around us. Sometimes, when I go to church and people sing, I ask myself, do we really understand the songs we sing? Do we really know the God that we say? When we say that, come unto Jesus, give him your life today. Come unto Jesus, let him have Way. It's not only for the person out there. That person also needs to know Jesus. But you, who says you are born again, how close are you with God? Is He really with you? Is He really your Lord? He sat in that ship and He taught the people. Will Jesus use you to teach people? Are you available? teach people the world is not getting any simpler sin is multiplying faster than Christians are doing he taught them so I said God here is my life take my life and let it be Consecrated Lord to thee, take my moments and my days, let them flow in ceaseless praise. What is your life? 
If God is not using you, what you know how to do is to gossip. Watch anyway. Oh, there's too much for your life than what you think. God needs you. He's calling you. He used that ship teach people. Can God use you to teach people? Oh, you have come to church several times. You are not doing anything. Today I want you to change that thing. Go to the city and say, Lord Jesus, take me. Use me. Motor rider, that prostitute, that school girl, that school boy, that trotro mate, that trotro driver, that neighbor of yours who needs Jesus. Christ. I may never come into contact with him, but you are the next person. And the nearest person Jesus can use. They say, preaching the word is becoming difficult for the Christians. when we are preaching the word of God. Can I give you an example? How many of us carry our Bibles when we are coming to church? How many of us, when you are coming to church, your Bible is hidden in your handbag? Or you have a small phone. Say, my Bible is on my phone. No, no, no. no. Your Bible is, is supposed to be carried out. Why should an unbeliever come and then do... And do all the noise around you? Are you... The Bible is hidden somewhere. Yes, in your your oh, fairy. Oh, fairy. Oh, sir. Oh, ah, no, no, no. We must arise and begin to speak the word of God as Jesus wants us to. That is why God will be using us. Bishop Dad cannot come to Ashaiman alone. That is why we are here. Bishop Sam cannot come to Taifa. He's in Dawanya. Bishop Mousy is in uh, uh, Community 8. I am also doing my little one in Community 8. So you are here today. How many people have you brought to church? How many people have you spoken to about Jesus Christ? How many people have you out of your way gone to say that let us go to church? Jesus sat in the ship and taught out of the ship. Verse 5. 
Now when he had left speaking, Jesus finished talking. He said unto Simon, Launch out into the deep and let down your net for a drought. Now I'm preaching. Launch out into the deep. Launch out into the deep. Launch out into the deep. This morning I came to tell you, launch out into the deep. Oh Jesus. Listen. We have become too gentle. Too quiet, too weak to affect the world. When you have to launch out, there were other shores. There's a to the beach before. walk on the sand, then the 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 sea flow a little to your feet. Then you you go and then but from the point where Jesus finished teaching. The point where you become born again. Once you become born again, you must be able to speak the word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. He said, launch out. So it's now time. As a choir start to decide that I'm going to sing for people to be saved. As a prayer person, I'm going to pray for church as a dancer I'm going to dance for people to know that in Christ there is joy and they will also be saved so at the end of the day our aim is to win more souls for the win more souls so he said launch out launch out are you ready to launch out are you ready to go deeper I, I think one of Bishop Dark's songs says that I want to go deeper I want to go deeper I want to go deeper he says launch out into the deep launch out and let down your net when you let down your net you say that Lord here I am me use me if you can use anything, you can use me. No. The nicest, one of the nicest things with Christ is that he doesn't think about what your mistakes are. Your sins are forgiven and that's it. The blood of Jesus has washed you and that's it. It doesn't matter what you have done. Once you say that Lord Jesus come into my life. Come be my Lord. Please forgive me. Wash me with your blood and make me your child. Please write my name in the book of life. It's done. That's why 1 John 5, 9, 2, 9 says that what? If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from some of our sins. 
from the sins of yesterday from last year's sins he's faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from what all our sins so once you are washed it's time to say I'm going deeper you know I don't know whether it's a Ghanaian thinking or it's an African thinking we, we like to be Let's say, oh, I'm born again. I go to church at uh, Loyalty House, uh, Ashaiman Taifa. Who is your pastor? Oh, Pastor Daniel. You do something in church. Oh. No, I'm not thinking about it. Oh, oh, I sing in the choir, but I'm not regular. Jesus said, launch out into the deep. Into the deep means that now you want to do more. I want to do more. Hallelujah. Amen. Sometimes, as you're walking about, you don't even know what you want to do. But your pastor will call you and say that, oh, I think you should start this ministry. Or, I think you should do this in church. Don't think that pastor doesn't know what he's about. Your pastor is also your prophet. And he stays beyond what you see. So when he says something, take it and do it. Amen. Amen. Before I became a pastor, I was just singing in church, flowing and happy. And one day he said, Oh, you can handle a fellowship. Oh. But you know, I had just begun to love God. And I to do something for him. So he gave me a fellowship of people, about five or so. Say, grow the fellowship. Make new members. Do deep sea fishing. Do you know deep sea fishing? How many of you have been doing deep sea fishing? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you have all come to sit at the shore. Washing your nets. Amen. Amen. So, I started with a group of about five. We began to grow and grow and grow. And at a point when we have fellowship meeting, it was the biggest fellowship. And coming and coming. Out of that, there have been pastors, there have been shepherds, all over the world to the glory of God. But you have to do something. You have to decide that I will do a little more. Just a little more. I want that book here. Can't you do just a little more? One of the books of Bishop Dad. Can't you do just a little more? Just a little more. Launch into the deep and let down your net. The thing that he has given you, take it up. And he said, What? They let down your nets for a drought. Why? Because 
Once you go deeper, there are more things there. When you go deeper in prayer, a lot of things will happen. Let me just hit that and then I'll end for other things to be done. And when they had done this, verse 6, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes and their nets break. And they beckoned unto their partners, which were in the other ship, that they should come and help them. And they came and filled both ships so that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at his knee, at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinner, or I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he was astonished, and all that were with him at the drought of the fishes that they had taken. Today, when you read after verse, verse 10, it says that, So now you will not be fish, fish, catching fish, but you will be fishes of men hallelujah you'll be fishers of men why because they obeyed that instruction that said that go into the deep launch into the deep let down your nets for a drought why there's so much fish to be caught for God to be saved there's so many people crying do you think you are the only one crying? Do you think you are the only one with problems? Do you think you are the only one carrying issues? You see, these people also had their issues. How many people say no more couples? They couldn't catch anything. In that same town around, there was a woman who had an issue of blood. One had it for 12 years, another version said she had it for 18 years. And she had been nowhere better. She had been sucked by doctors. They are taking so much money. She also had her issues. Isn't it? Blind but miles had his issues. So he called on Jesus, Son of God, come and heal me. So you realize that everybody is carrying an issue. I have my issues. But as I'm standing here, I have learned to lay my issue at the altar and lift up the name of Jesus Christ because He is the one who will solve this. If you carry it, what solution can you give to yourself? If you could solve it, would you not have solved it long ago? All the pa -pa -pa connections and things that you have been doing hasn't worked. Why won't you launch out into the deep and catch a fish for Jesus? As you step out there to say that, do you know Jesus? He died for you. Let the person say, hey, can you tell me anything And tell the person that, I still want you to know that Jesus loves you. He's calling you to himself. Let us go up and start talking to people. Because we are fishers of men. We don't go to sea. If you put me in my ship, I will faint. I fear the sea. I have to stand there to preach. I will preach today. Preach tomorrow. Preach tomorrow and next. Preach till next year and preach till my last breath is down. Oh yes, I will, I will tell you, love Jesus, I love the Lord. Oh, listen, he said that 
they they launch out and they caught so many people as we were coming so many people so many people so many people how many have you spoken to but we wear nice clothes and we come to church we come and dance we come and shout and we say so don't let me go and don't let me go don't let me go don't let me go God knows that you have a weight. He knows. Sometimes when we come and we sing songs like He knows my name. He knows my every thought. He sees each tear. is a loving God. He knows. He knows you need that job. He knows you need that money. He knows you need that rent. He knows you need that school fees. He knows you need that healing. He knows you need that breakthrough. But he also knows there's a soul. That is a soul. That is precious to him. Who has to be saved. So he says, Go ye therefore and teach. Are we ready? Let me give you two or three areas you have to go deeper in. And then we'll come back to the scripture and we'll close. First Thessalonians chapter 5. Ladies and gentlemen, we are in times where if you don't take care, you will not believe in prayer. Everything is quick, quick, quick. quick, quick. So we don't have time for God. 
But the Bible says that they that wait upon the Lord, they shall do what? I, di I didn't hear you. For they that wait upon the Lord shall do what? I can't hear you. They that wait upon the Lord shall do what? without season prayer is waiting but we don't have the patience to wait on God a young woman meets a man the man says I like you you like me I like you you like me I like you let's go to bed you like me, I like you, you like me, I like you, you like me, I like you. Let's go to bed. But you know the songwriter that said, Things. But today, God sits on his throne. That's what is wrong with his children. When you have a problem, you go to your friend. When you have a problem, you go to your sugar daddy. When you have a problem, you go to somebody who will not give you good advice. Oh. But when he sat down and he waited, David said, I waited on the Lord. I waited on the Lord. I waited on the Lord. Oh, I waited on the Lord. And when the songwriter 
know that song. I don't know the lyrics of that song so much. But that part I know. So you have to know that when you call him, he will hear you. He will answer you. What is the problem? What are you carrying? What is worrying you? God is bigger than that problem. God is greater than that problem. He can change the situation for you. You need to know God will say that he is what the same yesterday. He is the same today. He remains the same tomorrow. He does not change. He said, I am the Lord. I do not change. Oh, he doesn't change. He doesn't change. He hears us when we pray. He hears us when we cry. So that the psalmist said that so I slept on my bed. I cried. And the Lord heard me. Let's read some three. Psalm 103. He said, Lord, how are they increased that trouble me? Do you have trouble? Do you have trouble? Maybe some bones of yours or titi. It's troubling you. When you see the person, then we hear my Jewish. As soon as you see the person, then you get frightened. Oh. How are they increase that trouble me? Many are they that rise up against me. Many there be which say of my soul. There is no help for him in God. They don't believe that you can make it. They don't believe that you have a, a, a future. They don't see anything good in you. But you see, this is the nice one. He said, But thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, my glory, and the lifter up of my head. Cried unto the Lord with my voice. He cried with my voice. Is it not his voice? When you are praying, is it is it is it is it my prayer or your prayer? I cried unto the Lord with my voice. And God went to sleep. And God too cried. And God closed the door. And God shut your mouth. Is that what God did? He said, I cried unto the Lord. And he heard me out of his holy hill. This morning, go deeper in prayer. God's are open to hear. God's ears are ready to hear. His mouth is ready to speak. He's ready to give you an answer. What we need to do 
is to go to him and that's why he says that for they that wait upon the Lord they shall renew their strength so always remember that songwriter you will not fall. That's our problem. That's our problem. Let us say you don't have a future. Let us say there's no hope for you. Let us say it is finished for you. Let us say there's no one going to fight for you. Oh, no, 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 no. As he puts you on the rock. That's only for five minutes. 
If you can endure that five minutes, ten minutes. You have gone. Pray and let me see you here. By the time you have done 20 minutes, says that when you speak in tongues you speak mysteries mysteries you speak mysteries change the atmosphere change the decisions that are being taken against you change your future you change your education you change your exam scores you change your marriage. You change your children. You set your future straight. You speak mysteries. Oh yes. Yes. If only you will pray. You will see the power of God. You will experience God. You will see that going deep. God will show you things to come. speak to you. No! God is calling you to see. If you can see, then you on your television. You are going to watch Nigerian movie. Now you are going to call. Video call. Now video call. Ah. <laughs> Listen, it's time to pray. We are in times that you have to pray. Your life is dependent on the prayer. Your life is dependent on the investment you make in prayer. Now. Don't wait till the future comes. Christian sister, you want to marry a God-fearing man? You want him to work in a bank? You want him to be a pastor? Oh, you want him to build you a house? You want him to love you? You want him to, to see you as the only mosquito you gotta go down on your knees. I said, Oh, come and come to join him. 
Go down on your knees. Go down on your knees. I said what? Go down on I could go on and on and on. Prayer changes things. Prayer changes. Who told you? That? How much prayer have you made for that child? How much time have you spent in the night to create the future of that child? Mothers, especially, by heart. Sometimes we say negative things about our nothing good will come out from this time you told you that your responsibility is to wake up at midnight sit on the floor cross your leg pick your bible and begin to read and pray because God gave that child you are the one who can take care of him. So when you disappoint God, Satan takes over. It doesn't matter where you are coming from. It doesn't matter where you live. The says, train up a child the way he should go. When he goes, he will not depart from Pray. Pray. Have you prayed for your MP? How many times have you prayed for your assemblyman? Pray for them that are in authority. So that you will live peaceably. Amen. Amen. Christian brother, Christian sister, let's stop that rough and begin to be spiritual and take the things to spiritual realms and pray for our nation and pray for our youth and pray for our people, our leaders. We should stop that murmuring and talking. Hallelujah. Man. Your responsibility is to be like Daniel and go into your room, lock the door, kneel by your bed, and make intercession. I am sick and tired of hearing even Christians go on air and say things that should not be said. No man says, What they that wait upon the Lord? They shall do exploits. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk. They shall pray and they be a Rise in prayer. One day I prayed. I prayed the whole night. I got to the office. But one of my bosses saw me. Said, Good morning. And I said, Good morning. He turned again and said, Ah. 
I to say a jabi I will praise the Lord. Say, oh, praise but the Lord. I knew where I'd been. Just say, me na me na do the show me no. Don't take it for granted. Just say, man, find God hears prayer. God answers prayer. God is faithful. Just say, to take him by his word. Pray. 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 And every time there's an opportunity to pray, pray. pray. Is your child sick? Pray. Are you feeling sick? Are you feeling sick? Are you feeling sick? Are you feeling sick? Are you feeling I'll give you one more. Amen. Amen. Which one should I give you? Oh my God. You have to go deeper. Go deeper in your Bible study. So I want your crock so Go deeper in your Bible study. Most of us we don't like reading. Amen. Amen. How many of you have five copies of Bishop Dag's books? Five, just five. Can you see the number? And out of the five you have, how many have you read? How many have you read? And our kind. Can you count them? Have you read lay people in the ministry? Have you read the mega church? Mega church. Why did you read it? Because you are a shepherd. For pose. Pick the book and read it yourself. How many of you have picked the Bible? Say that they are David. They David. David. A pastor will preach David, Samuel, Chronicles, Kings, uh, so many names that come up. When was the last time you picked the Bible to say, I want to read my Bible? Genesis. I've heard about Noah. Where in Genesis is Noah? Genesis, in Genesis is no I've heard about Exodus. What happened when the Israelites moved from Egypt? Listen to it one And then we think that we know. The Bible says that for lack of knowledge, my people perish. You need to read your Bible. Yeah, your Sunday school read your Bible, pray every day. Pray every day, pray every day. Read your Bible, pray every day. If you want, when I was in Sunday school, if you want to go, and I just say, if you want to go, hallelujah, read your Bible. Pray every day, pray every day, pray every day. Read your heart, pray every day. If you want to go, you see. You want to grow. You cannot grow if you don't read your Bible. I want to know.
Pastor Daniel said that. You got to say my Bible says. When you are faced with a circumstance, you say that my Bible says. You say that I know that I know that I know. I am healed by his stripes. My Bible says that I am the head and not the tail. My Bible says, but you cannot confidently say my Bible says because you don't study it. Second Timothy two fifteen says that study to show yourself approved. Christian brother. Sister, you have to learn to read your Bible. If you don't have a Bible, buy a Bible. You can save money to buy a phone. You can save money to buy shoes. You can save money to buy a nice dress. You Bible. You Bible. You Bible. You Bible. Instagram, Facebook, Facebook. and something that will not profit you. Wasting your TikTok. You waste time. Listen, if you have so much time, Jack, calm down a bit. If you have so much time, someone watch TikTok. I'm learning some. You too, you want to do uh, TikTok and post. Then you have time to waste. And God will judge you for that. If you have so much time to do WhatsApp, it's one of the best times to pray. And it's one of the best times to also read your Bible. Have a nice encounter with the Holy Spirit. I didn't come to shout to or to waste time. I came to tell you. It is time to get deeper. To launch deeper. Get deeper with God. Get deeper with God. Get deeper. Know God. Know Him by prayer. Know Him by His word. And when the word is in your heart, nobody can take it away from you. The Holy Spirit just brings to memory scriptures that will take you through that you can use to make warfare. But if there's nothing, how are you going to pray? Because I you have time to waste to chat with your friends. Make time for God. That's why I said, So don't let me go empty handed. But time now would about the situation you are facing. Why new Pastor, 
Hey, I see your sister. You leave the second junction. Your gate is red. The last shirt you wore was blue. Come forward. You're not magicians. You're not magicians. When the Holy Spirit leads, it will be done. But you also take responsibility. Amen. 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 Be deeper in evangelism. Christopher Ferrisa Yebeka Yesu who has someone and say, Christian Fosha to speak of God. We don't want to talk about Jesus. But I want to challenge you. This is a month of evangelism. Every opportunity you have. Say, I pray one day I sat in a Kufo bus. Little young lady by me. I looked at her face. Oh, and day I don't feel like talking. I looked at her face again. I don't feel like talking. But the more I didn't feel like talking, the more I was burdened to talk to her. So I said, hello. What's your name? My name is Aretha. Then she also mentioned her name. I said, oh, okay. You live in Tema? She said, yes. We're going to Accra. She said, yes. I said, where do you live? She said, I live in Comte 9. Okay. All right. Do you know Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior? And she gave me a beautiful smile. Oh. Then she smiled. So my sister is born again. <laughs> I said, uh, but what about you? Why you don't like Jesus? So it was a nice opportunity. We spoke, I shared the word with her, and I led her to Christ. Then the Sunday after, I said to come to church. So Do you know that? She was the last born of three girls. Her two big sisters were born again. One was in my church. And I didn't know. So when she told her sister that somebody had invited her to her church, and she mentioned my name, the lady said, oh, Lady Reverend, okay, come. And so now she's still my daughter. But any time I see her, I'm so happy that I took that opportunity. Many more. When I sit in a taxi, I usually would like to sit at the back. If I pick dropping and the driver and I, oh, you will not go free without Jesus Christ. One day I started talking to a driver, a driver, I said, Madam, I Then I said, you need to give your life to Jesus. The Bible says that speak. Preach. Tell them. them. Sow them. Because me, I got born again when I was going to grind corn. A young lady came to me. Hello. Good afternoon. She mentioned her name. Said, oh, I belong to a certain fellowship here. And um, 
I want to invite you. Do you know Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior? Those people used to be strange for me. Say, oh, Jesus loves you. John 3.16. Because of that, I love that scripture so much. God so loved the world. He gave his only begotten son. Whosoever believeth in him, you should Will you give your life to Jesus? It was a very short conversation. But before I could say Jack Robinson, I was saying, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. The next day, they were having fellowship. When I showed her, I was 2.30. She was in my house. She came to take me. And I went. And I have never been the same. Preach it. Don't say that this one goes to this church so he, he doesn't need Jesus. Or oh, I know this person. Everybody needs Jesus Christ. The last thing I want to talk about is fellowship. Fellowship. Don't like coming to church. Some days you don't want to come. You feel like, oh. And then they are Let me rest today. But Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25 says that not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exalting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. This morning, I want you to go deeper with your fellowship. What I'm trying to say is that do not let coming to church be so difficult for you. Amen. Amen. When you come to church, you find a family in church. You find your friends in church. You find brothers and sisters in church. When you are down, you be lifted up. When you are discouraged, you will be given encouragement. Here is where you find life. Amen. Amen. So enjoy the fellowship of the brethren. Enjoy coming. And then when you come to church, don't so make yourself sorry. too big, you know. Just a man, you're to say, I Hello. Hi. 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 But we, we can't even have a conversation. Yeah, nobody can oh, laugh no, 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 no. A songwriter said that you are my brother. So take me by the hand. And together, let us do the work of God. Amen. Amen. I need you. You need me. We are all a part of God's body. Amen. Amen. Will you go deeper? Good. So that when we go back to John chapter 5. Now I'm closing. Are you tired? You can't be tired though. Oh, sorry, Luke chapter 5. Jesus said in verse 4 and now when he had left speaking he said unto Simon Launch out into the deep and let down your net for a drought. This afternoon or this morning, we want to go deep, small. Deep, deep. 
into the Lord. Some of you, you have been in church. You can't even speak in tongues. Because you, you just come and you stay. Some of you are here. God wants to use you. You are so uptight. You are not available. But today, I want us to lift up our voices and say that, Father, Take me deeper. Take me deeper. Take me deeper. Hallelujah. Amen. And He's going to do that for you. How many of us want to move deeper into the Holy Spirit? You will have dreams. You will have visions. You will have visitations from the Holy Spirit. You're going to see secrets. You will even have wisdom. To handle issues, stand to your feet and let us pray. Oh, Jesus, lift up your hands. Metiasia.
begin to pray for yourself. Ask God, tell God, you want to go deeper? You want to go deeper? Oh, I want you to pray. Pray for yourself this morning. Lift up your hands and begin to pray. It's for a short time. I want to hear prayer. Prayer in the house like somebody who is longing for God, who is longing after God, who wants God to touch you. Oh, my God. 